What is the Podcaster Matrix? The Podcaster Matrix is your source for podcast media hosting. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at podcastermatrix.com. The sound of the voice on the other end of a 911 call is almost always delivered frantically. The needs of the caller on the other end of a 911 call are ones that need to be met immediately. The services sent to a caller during a 911 call are always delivered efficiently. The stories, perspectives, and details created by these calls over more than 20 years are life lessons and legacies for everyone involved, including me. The records are archived for all time, like this podcast, digitally. I am a 911 dispatcher. My name is Lisa. This is Digitally Dispatched. We see car pursuits on TV and the big screen all the time in action movies and shows. But what's a real pursuit like in real life? Usually they're fast and scary. And while we are white knuckling it through every twist and turn, we are silently praying that everyone walks away safely and the bad guys walk away in handcuffs. The call begins. I've worked a few pursuits over the last 20 years, and all of them are memorable in one way or another. I've had pursuits that are slow speed and some at very high speeds. The pursuit I'm going to talk about today has to do with one of the high speed pursuits that led my officers into other jurisdictions. This happened a few years ago. We received a 911 call from one of the local retail stores. And we were told that five people just stole thousands of dollars worth of merchandise, threw it into two different vehicles, and took off. My caller was able to, she was fantastic. She was able to give me a description of all five people, what they were wearing, the vehicles that they got into, as well as the license plates. As I'm getting the information from the caller and I'm typing it into my computer, I'm also repeating it out loud. That does two things. One, it lets the caller know that I'm hearing everything she's telling me so that we don't have questions. And having said it out loud in the room, my partner, who's working the radio, can give it out to all of the officers. It's a great sample of teamwork. We just happened to have a couple of officers that were in that area and were able to see the vehicles as they were leaving. Both of them went in separate directions. One vehicle had three females in it. The second vehicle had the two males in it. The females headed towards the highway. The males headed in opposite direction because I'm sure they're thinking they can't chase us both, but we did. The males were pursued by two of the officers that were in the area at the time. The females, I had officers coming from the highway that they were headed towards. So it was just kind of a, a nice little triangle of greatness that happened because the females took off and they went down to the highway with one of my officers behind them. They went off the road, popped two tires and had to pull over because they couldn't drive any further. So they pull over, they bail out of the vehicle and start running up the hillside towards one of the fast food restaurants. As we're giving this out over the radios to the officers and the officers telling us, hey, we see them, they're getting out of the car, they're heading up the embankment towards the, the fast food restaurants, 
we had yet another officer that was already up on top of the hill because they were headed towards the highway too. It worked perfectly. So they were headed to where the females are running on foot. We have the officer that was behind them when the vehicle went off the roadway. He's running up the hill towards them. So we have a foot pursuit going on. And those are crazy because the officers are running and trying to talk on the radio at the same time. They're out of breath. But fortunately, we know our officers pretty well. And we know their voices and what they're saying. So we were able to keep track of where he was running after the females, as well as the other officers that are approaching from the top side. On the other side, we have officers in their vehicles chasing this other vehicle that has the two men in it. So we're going back and forth with both of the pursuits. We got a vehicle pursuit and we got a foot pursuit. So the vehicle pursuit, the officers get behind them. They think the guy's going to pull over for him because he slows down, pulls over to the shoulder, like most people do when an officer's behind him with their lights and sirens going. And the officer stops, parks his car. The vehicle with the bad guys in it stopped as well. And the officer gets out of the vehicle to walk up to him. They take off. But instead of taking off and continuing forward, they whip a U-turn and come back at the officer. They nearly strike the officer with their vehicle. He jumps out of the way. They hit his car and they take off headed towards the same highway that the women had gone to. So both of those officers jump back into their vehicles. They flip U-turns too and head after the vehicle going towards the highway. Now we're in another vehicle pursuit. The officers are behind them. Again, they're headed towards the highway. Back to the foot pursuit, the women finally make it up the embankment behind the fast food restaurant with two SWAT cars waiting for them to walk up to them. And they're already tired because it's quite a hill to go up that embankment there. They gave up. They just said, just take us. Once the women were detained and placed in handcuffs, each one was placed in a separate police vehicle so that they could be transported back to the station. They're not only going to be charged with theft, but felony theft. Back to our other pursuit, we still have officers behind the vehicle that has the two bad guys in it. I have to explain something. When you're in dispatch and there's just two of you working, I've already taken the call and I'm no longer on the phone with anybody, but I'm working the radios in tandem with my partner. My supervisor, as well as the records clerk, have now taken over the calls that are coming into the police department that are normal calls that we always get. Because I need to work in tandem with my partner, we have to deal with more than one agency because our officers are headed out eastbound on a major highway and they're going to be going outside of our county within a few minutes. My partner is working the main channel and what the main channel is on the radio, that's the one that my officers speak directly to us, directly to our dispatch center, tell us where they're going. They update us on locations if there's any accidents. That's just a one-way communication between us and them. I, as her partner, need to help out by getting other agencies involved. We use a channel on our radios called Point to Point. When I jump onto Point to Point and I key up, all of the other agencies can hear me. And they're going to be listening for their agency's name. So I called out to St. Louis County. I called out to the State Highway Patrol and to the municipality that we're getting ready to head into. I need all three of them to know that we've got a high-speed chase coming into their venue so that they can be prepared in case anything happens. 
or if they can help us. I'm doing this while my partner's working the main channel. And what I'm doing literally is parroting everything I'm hearing on the main channel to all of the other agencies. So they're aware of where we're at and what we're doing. I've given them the vehicle description, what the charges are, why we're even chasing them in the first place, as well as what lane they're traveling in and what mile markers we're passing, whether it's a exit or a mile marker sign. We keep everybody up to date with where the chase is and we head into St. Louis County and it's just at that time of day when everything starts to bottleneck and traffic is building up because everybody's getting off work. This slows our chase down, which is good, you would think. However, our bad guys are wanting to get away quickly. They're wanting to pass people as quickly as they can and go in and out of traffic. And that makes it dangerous for not only my officers following them, but all of the other people that are on the highway. Just over into St. Louis County, traffic stopped. Our bad guys stopped in the middle of the highway. My officers are now stopped and angled so that nobody can hit the suspect vehicle. Suspects jump out of their car, and now they're running over into the other lanes of traffic. We were headed eastbound. They're going towards the westbound lanes. Both of them hit the median about the same time and are jumping over. It's a concrete median that separates the two sides of traffic. And my officers are right behind them. One guy doesn't make it over the wall when my first officer has him, grabs him, gets him in handcuffs, gets him back to his vehicle, locks him in, while the other officer is still chasing the other bad guy. He, he's trying to run in between cars, and the westbound lanes aren't stopped. They're still moving because the traffic isn't as heavy on the westbound side as it was on the eastbound side. So he's trying to get in between traffic. He's watching, and fortunately, with all the lights that are around with officers approaching the area, my officers and their two vehicles' lights are shining, people are slowing down. They're wanting to know what's going on. You know how it is with the rubberneckers on the highway. They want to know what's going down. It's so funny to me because just like you would see in a movie, a man sees what's going on. He stops his truck just as he sees the bad guy approaching because he can see the officer chasing him. And right as the guy comes around his car, he opens his door, <laughs> completely stops him in his tracks, which was just enough time for my officer to catch him. He was able to slam him up against this guy's truck, put his hands behind his back, and cuff him and walk him over. He did thank the guy for helping out. Back to the officer's vehicles. Our officers tell us everything that just went down so that we're able to tell all the other agencies what just happened. We can disregard anybody else that's headed our way. We've got both subjects in custody. Nobody was injured, with the exception of a scraped knee going over the wall, and we're headed back to the station. Wow, what an incredible ride. I need to take a little break. This will give you the opportunity to hear from my sponsors and see how they can help you. I will meet you right back where we left off on the other side of the break. I am Lisa and you are being digitally dispatched. The one question each podcaster should be asking themselves is, 
Why am I still editing my own podcast? Mike Wilkerson from the Two Guys Talking Podcast here. I've podcasted and edited for over a decade, and I know what an hour and a half podcast turns into when you get in front of the editing stack. Let me tell you, it's not an hour and a half. It's closer to probably double that time. Are you ready to hand off the time you're wasting editing your own podcast? Looking for a cost-effective solution that doesn't break the bank but gives you super experienced quality podcasting back to you in a short period of time? Be sure to check out The Editor Core. Make your podcast soar with The Editor Core. EditorCore.com. That's EditorCore.com. Do you like what you're hearing during the Digitally Dispatched podcast? Let's have a conversation about how you can help us grow. Visit my website at digitallydispatched.com and let's find a way to get your organization, business, or effort to benefit from my focused and engaged audience. Let me help you grow your digital footprint and foster educational content on the internet. Open a channel now at digitallydispatched.com. That's digitallydispatched.com. Thought about a career in voiceover? Need a great cost-effective on-hold message for your organization or business? Don't know where to start? Check out The Voice Farm, your one-stop shop for voiceover needs. Check it out now by accessing The Voice Farm at voicefarmers.com and see what difference can be made with a company that is truly outside the box. From The Voice Box, voicefarmers.com. That's voicefarmers.com. Hey, this is Lisa, Digitally Dispatch. I'm back from break, and I'm ready to tell you how this all got wrapped up. Okay, on the other side of the break, we had just arrested the two bad guys, and were en route back to the station to get them booked. When the officers got back to the station with the last two bad guys, the other three had already gone through the booking process and were just awaiting what was coming next for them. The two men were separated. One was put into the booking cell, which is where we ask all the questions and get all their vital information, their property and all that good stuff. And the other gentleman, the property is taken because they can't take anything into a cell with them. And then he was placed in cell until we could book him. So everybody's getting booked. All the charges are coming down. I have officers already working on the report so that we could get that started because we knew we were going to apply for warrants. Now, what that means is when you have a felony, especially when you have a felony crime that's happened, our officers have to fill out all the proper paperwork with all the suspect information, everything that happened, and we send all of that information to the prosecuting attorney. They fax it down to them. The prosecuting attorney that's on duty takes the information, goes through all of it, and they decide, will they dismiss these charges because there's not enough evidence to support them, or will they issue a warrant for the arrest of our bad guys? In this case, the officers are working feverishly to get the paperwork done. The three females, being that they were caught basically across the street from where the crime occurred, they were released pending application of warrants, which means 
were still applying for the warrants, but they're released on their own recognizance at that time pending the application of warrants. If those warrants are issued, warrants will be issued for their arrest at a different time. So the females were all released, again, pending application of their warrants, and the two men are being held because they still need to be booked and fingerprinted and everything. The passenger in the vehicle, the male passenger in the vehicle, his charges were, was the felony theft. He was also released pending application of warrants once his booking procedure was over and done with. The second male, who was the driver of the vehicle, had a lot more charges. He not only had the felony theft, but add to that all the traffic violations, as well as attempted assault with a deadly weapon and leaving the scene of an accident. Because he tried to hit my officer with his car, and then he hit the car, and then he left the scene. So all of those charges were compiled on top of just the driver of the second vehicle. He was held pending application of warrants because we're not going to let him go. His charges go much deeper. Everything was faxed down to the prosecuting attorney's office. The warrants were issued for all five subjects. And the one we had in custody had a $25,000 bond. When that happens, once the warrant has been issued for the guy we still had in custody, we take him down to the county jail where he is held until he can be seen by the judge. And at that time, he's either sentenced or fined. In this case, he was sentenced and he went right back to prison where he had already served time for, you guessed it, felony theft. The resolution. 911 call received. Information gathered. Officers respond. Vehicle and foot pursuits are initiated. All suspects taken into custody. What the caller did right. Our caller did everything right. I don't get to say that often, but she did everything pretty much by the book. She knew how much merchandise was taken. She had a description of all five suspects. She had a description of both vehicles that were used, as well as the license plates. I couldn't have asked for more. She did a great job. What I learned as a dispatcher. Teamwork really did make the dream work. I know, I know, it's cliche. But in this case, it's so true. My partner and I worked so well together with this call. Actually, she and I work well together all the time because we have a shorthand because we've worked together for so long. And when it comes to having to incorporate people into everything that we're doing, the team, it just is incredible when it all comes together. In this particular call, with the two pursuits going on at the same time, with everything happening just so fast, you come away with, I couldn't have done that without you, without the other agencies, without everybody working as a team to make it all end up the way it did. My goal at the end of every day is to make sure that everybody stays safe. And with this call, Not only did all my officers come back safe, 
but so did the bad guys. Even though they all got warrants issued for their arrest. The Legacy What I took with me from this call is just how important it is to always be situationally aware. I know I've brought this up in other episodes, but it bears repeating, especially when things are going on around you, like this pursuit. We had people at one point fleeing on foot, and they're running towards a fast food restaurant where there's going to be people. The public is there. And what you need to do is be aware of what's going on around you so that you're not in the way of the officers that are trying to stop people from fleeing a crime that was just committed. You want to make sure that you're not in any harm's way. So always be aware of what's around you. And then with our pursuit going down the highway, I am one of those people who has always used all my mirrors. I'm using my rear view mirror and I'm using both of my side mirrors because I want to make sure that nobody's going to cut me off or that I'm not going to cut anybody off. I want to make sure that if something's happening to somebody else, that I'm out of their way. And in this case, we had two officers pursuing a vehicle at a high rate of speed. And if I see lights and sirens coming at me, depending on what lane they're in, I'm going to get as far to the other side as I can to give them space to get past me. That way I stay out of danger. And I'm hoping that those around me are going to stay out of danger as well. No matter where you are or what you're doing, always know what's going on around you especially when you're in a vehicle, because you never know. Things can go from bad to worse in a heartbeat just because someone's not paying attention or because there's a pursuit headed your way or the bad guy doesn't really care about you. They're just trying to get away from the cops. You want to make sure that you're aware of everything around you. When I was writing my notes to talk about these pursuits that happened, I thought about everything that could have gone wrong. So we were fortunate that day that everything worked as it needed to. Everybody was where they needed to be so that the bad guys could get caught and arrested for the crimes that they committed. This was a crazy pursuit. Not only did we have a vehicle pursuit, but we had a foot pursuit. What pursuits have you seen, either on the internet or YouTube, that sparked your interest? Head over to my website at digitallydispatch.com, fill out the quick web form, and tell me what I should be looking at. Dispatcher Nuggets of Knowledge. Did you know that there are 95,000 call takers in the United States? This little nugget we learned from Luke Wilson, who hosts Emergency Call, that you can watch on ABC or Hulu Streaming. And if you'd like, take a listen to the companion podcast, my perspective review of Emergency Call. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. The calls, stories, and legacies I share are dispatched digitally. The lessons learned by all, the callers, you, especially me, are a piece of my life's unfolding story that I'm proud to share and are preserved digitally. Your thoughts, ideas, and comments can be sent to me electronically at my website, digitallydispatched.com. I am a 911 dispatcher. My name is Lisa, and you have been digitally dispatched.